Shut up and sit down. Well, I want to welcome everybody to a very special episode tonight. It is episode 121 of Third Shift. I am one of your beautiful hosts, Mr. Eric. With me, as always, is the Mr. Matt, who's having technical difficulties tonight. So if you see some awkwardness, etc., etc., just know (laughs) that the gods of internet have cursed him, and he is a sad banana because of it, but that's all right. And you just heard a giggle. Did you hear the giggle? You did. That's because on tonight's special episode, we also have none other than the Miss Danny herself, because tonight is the... Game of the Year, Third Shift Edition. This is where we talk about our favorite games this year. Go about talking to each other about it, saying who's stupid, who's right, who's wrong. (laughs) Anything in between, it doesn't matter. I'm sure I'll get feedback on how wrong I am, but I look forward to it. So, without further ado, hey Danny, Uh how was your week this week? Uh, My week was busy. Um, It's the time of the year where uh, everyone that needs stuff transcribed just sends it all at once and the great thing about it is there's always work available um on top of that it's usually at an increased rate because they want it back before the holidays um but the bad thing is is uh there's too much work (laughs) so uh, you know i'm i'm under a pile of uh I, i think my fingers are broken I don't good. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing a lot of typing, and uh, pretty much nothing else. I mean, I've I've been streaming on my usual nights and and stuff. I've been doing a lot of creative lately, which has been a lot of fun. I went and saw the new Robin Hood movie mm-hmm. just recently. Everyone's been giving it, <laughs> but I think it's pretty awesome. So that's why that's you can't trust anybody. Take. <laughs> I can't trust I anybody. You just got to see the show if you want to see the show. Well, I think it it's like if it's not all CG or at least 90% CG, then it's it's crap. No one no one wants to see it. Mhm. But I thought it was cool cuz I like all the Robin Hood stories. I like how they all have a little twist on, you know, each of the tellings and this one was cool and they set it up for a sequel, so of Maybe course I'll they get did. To see more. <laughs> well, you always got to. Yeah, I was say you set every movie up for a sequel. Now it's a never-ending. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, can we do more? Can we get more money? Yep. All right, let's do exactly. it. Exactly. Shabing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. Uh, seems like I saw another movie, but I can't remember what it was. It's totally escaping me. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how how about your week? How's it been going for you? Well, it's been a pretty good week. I think the only things that I've done is gone and seen a couple of movies. One was Green Book, which was absolutely fantastic. If you've seen the trailers, you know what it's about. It's like the 60s, 70s, and you know, two unlikely people meeting up and working together and getting through the differences. Really good movie, really, really funny all the way through, and then had like a good message especially for like this whole day and age where if you're not exactly like me i hate you and if you think something even remotely different than me i hate you and it was just like hey look here's an actual good story about two people who would probably otherwise hate each other and you know their relationship and how they get along and 
was really good. Really well acted. I loved I love seeing all the old cars in that movie. I love seeing old cars in old, you know, time period movies. So that was pretty cool. And then just recently I went and saw Into the Spider-Verse, which was absolutely fantastic. I'm a big Spider-Man fan from back in the back in the days when I was a kid, and this is absolutely the best spider anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Best of any of the movies. Better than any of the comic books I read as a kid. Better than the 90s cartoon show. Better than anything. It was outstanding. I couldn't believe it. There's a lot of aspects about it that I can't get into because they might be spoilery. But things that they did, I can't can't even say it. But there were were twists in there that I didn't see coming. That I, or, or I did right beforehand. And I was like, holy crap, that's awesome that they did that thing. Spider-Man Noir is my favorite thing because that's I mm-hmm. love the yeah, the noir him. detective stuff anyway, and and the person he was voiced by is one of my favorite people. I won't spoil that either, but that was a I mean that was just amazing, and I love all the new Spider people. Like the, there are so many different little ways they take the characters. It's so good. Had just a ton of fun with that. Like probably one of one of the most fun times i've had in the theater this year like without a doubt absolutely loved it and then on the gaming front i just got off stream of red dead redemption 2 earlier today did a little bit of that i think it was on sunday i did a couple more hours and uh, just been playing that in earth defense force 5 which is freaking awesome and i love it it's earth defense force so i think other than that just work and Normal crap. So what about you, Eric? How was your week? <laughs> well, by golly, old G. This weekend was interesting because we wanted to see a movie. And uh, it was going to be Aquaman, Mortal Engines, or um, Spider-Verse. Well, Aquaman wasn't out. That was the primary mm-hmm. pick. That was what we all actually was, were interested in seeing. And we're like, well, we really want to still see a show. And so I said, well, let's go see Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my party did not want to go see Into the Spider-Verse. And instead, I went, let's go see Mortal Engine. And I said, well, it's Peter Jackson. You know, he did Lord of the Rings. It's fine. It'll be all right. So we went and saw it, and it was exactly what I thought. It was all right. It was cool. You know, some cool CG stuff. But the uh, the plot overall, paper thin, just nothing really underneath made sense. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. So it was eye candy. Had some good times with it. Nonetheless, and I just kind of walked away going, man, I really still want to see the Spider-Verse movie. But uh, mm-hmm. at this point, like I said, the cr- crew I roll with, normally the shows, they're not interested. So this is a go-see-it-by-myself one. Yeah, it, it will be worth it. I, I guarantee you. The problem you is Aquaman it. is out now. So now yeah, now they want to go see Aquaman <laughs> this weekend. And so that means I can't see a movie this week now, a second movie anyway, so I have to wait till the following week. So hopefully it's got enough legs <laughs> that it's going to be around for the next three, four weeks. I'm sure it will, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it will because it, it was the number one movie in America this past, or it's opening week. So then awesome. it'll have this week with not a lot coming out. Well, mm-hmm. except for Aquaman, but you know what I'm saying. Well, good. So I'll be able to see it, but I'm going to end up catching it, you know, three weeks down the road here. Yeah. Beyond that, uh, played a little more Dragon Quest. Honestly, not much. We had a busy weekend, and, and I like I said, I only play that with the daughters down here for the most part, except for maybe some grinding, just to get overpowered a bit. I uh, downloaded Subnautica and played that for an hour and a half or two, and really enjoyed it. It looks gorgeous. It's a lot of fun. Definitely got like that No Man's Sky vibe to it. 
but it's not for me. I don't. I just don't enjoy those types of games. I don't have time for them. I uh, got back into some Sea of Thieves. I played some Celeste, got some more levels knocked out of that. I'm almost done with that game, but man, it's starting to get really tough here at the very end. So I'm getting like mm. through one one area, and then I have to shut it off because I'm like, okay, I just spent 40 minutes dying 62 times to get past this spot. That's it for the night. I, I need to go play something that's just easier, something I can just go shoot people's faces and... And win things. It's no big uh-huh. deal. Something that will actually give you instant gratification. Yes, exactly. So try, 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 try. Ah, uh, finally. Instead of yep. just, hey, look, I did it now. I got it now. It's mm-hmm. mine. Exactly. So I went to Destiny some. And this is a toughie. And I'm going to talk about this later, so I won't really say much. But Destiny right now for me is really strange. Um, I'm at kind of a crossroads with it. And there's a lot of stuff upcoming, which I don't know which direction I'm going to go. But we'll see. And my WoW subscription's now gone, so World of Warcraft's been put to bed for a while. So it's been it's been a strange week. A lot of things done, not much done though. I'm kind of in a gaming funk right now. I don't really know what to play. Nothing like is striking the mood, like you know, hit me hit me hard, making me just go all in, playing hours and hours every chance I get. Except for Dragon Quest, but since I'm playing that with the kids, I'm not gonna submit to the urges and go you know get a get ahead of them because then they're not gonna be interested. And that defeats the whole purpose. So mm. beyond that, life has been life. As Matt said, I've been at work doing work things. No big deal. Getting ready for the quarter end, which is exciting and can't wait. I have the upcoming mm. week off except for Monday. So that'll be a good time. I'm hoping to get some gaming in, some family time in, and have a great time. But only time will tell. And that's it yep. for my week. You know, mm. I think that's all that. So we're going to go ahead and skip all the all rigmarole. So we're going to start off with the honorable mentions. And since I'm the one talking, we'll throw it to... Danny. Make Danny. Danny. Oh, oh, there Matt just said. Danny, what are your honorable mentions this year in gaming? Oh, goodness. So we have a top three, right? Yep, we have a Mm -hmm. top three of the honorable mentions. Okay, so... I guess my honorable mentions would have to be, like, Beyond Two Souls was Mm. definitely, it's a game I'm not used to, a type of game I'm not used to playing, so that was really fun to play through, and I played it on the stream. Night in the Woods was another one. It seems to spark memories every time I see a game like Donut County, or um, I'm playing this... uh, casual laid-back game on my phone called Suki that just mm-hmm. the dialogue reminds me of Night in the Woods. So mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, uh, Yakuza 0 is going to go in my honorable mentions because <laughs> okay. there's just so many I, to pick from. But that was another game that I invested a lot of time in. I think had to have been at least 100 hours. Mm-hmm. So those are my honorable mentions for the year. So uh, let's let's throw it back to Eric. <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. Honorable mentions for the year are <laughs> Celeste. What a beautiful game! I've said it a million times. The music it just grips you. The challenge of it it's insane. And this is why it doesn't make top three for me is because of the challenge. As I just discussed, some spots it takes me 
multiple, many, 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 many deaths to finally get that perfect jump and the perfect dash and the perfect this to get through the area and to the next level. While I love it and I enjoy it and I keep pecking at it, I'm going to finish it because I, I love it that much. If it's something I don't want to just eat every day all the time, it can't mm-hmm. be my top game. And this is mm-hmm. definitely not one of those games. It's a game where I go, I want to bite it. And then I want to put it away and wait till next week. And then I want to bite it again. That's it. That's how I roll. So that's an honorable mention. It does deserve all the accolades it has received thus far. Another honorable mention is going to be Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is a game I go into and I love it. I feel super comfortable. I feel at peace in this game. But I'm at a point in my life where the game doesn't make sense for me. Because it takes so long to get anything done. I don't have that time. So every moment that I'm looking out upon the ocean and traveling, and it's just gorgeous, I feel fantastic, in the back of my head, I'm going, Eric, it's taking you 26 minutes to get to an island to get a $200 treasure chest. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, I don't have time for this. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't have time for this. And so I get that chest, I take it back and I go, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. That was fantastic. That was fun. I can't do this. I turn it off and then I don't come back for like three weeks and then I do it again. And the exact same process takes place again. This is beautiful. This is everything I love. This is gorgeous. Wow. What a world. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. I've just invested an hour <laughs> and 27 minutes to get 437 gold. That gets me nothing. You yeah. know, you need 15,000 mm. plus gold to get even just a, a stupid cape or something. So it's like, I'm going to get nowhere. I'm getting nowhere. I'm, I just spent an hour and 27 minutes for nothing. Oh, my God. And yeah, it's not that time that we joined that crew for a second. Yeah, and then and we then helped and they booted us and said they didn't help us enough. So yep. we spent an hour to get literally nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got to give props to the game, but unfortunately it doesn't make top three. And I believe the last of my honorable mentions tonight is going to be Dead Cells. Dead Cells, what a great game. Great, fun I've I've lost many many hours into it. As uh, I said, one episode or another, we had our Borderlands night. We ended up ending early. I popped on Dead Cells, and next thing you know, like three four hours have gone by, and it was just me just engrossed in this, trying over and over to get a little bit farther, using different combinations of weapons. You know, the music was fun. The enemy types are great. It was a great time. So unfortunately, it doesn't make it into the top three, but I would be remiss by not saying that it was a great game all the same. And I'm going to kick it to you, Matt. Well, just going off of the games that I have listed for our What You Play in Third Shifts that we do every month, I played 22 games this year. And what's interesting is it was really easy to pare it down to the top three, but there are so many good games on this list that that, that I, I don't even really get to talk about. I narrowed it down to five honorable mentions, and I'll try to go through them pretty quick. But I think the first and biggest one that people might be surprised by, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, didn't make it into the top three. That game was... I I loved that game. Every single second I was in that world, I was having a great time. But it just... It it can't make it into the top three here. Uh, Let's see another one. Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls. 
that got into the honorable mentions by being, well, it was it was very different from the other Danganronpa games that I played this year, and I didn't like that it was dub only. It went to some really, really dark places, and the whole ending sequence was a really fresh take on the, the Danganronpa ending sequence thing. Because if people, if you've played all three games, you know the first two are kind of similar. Third one is way out of the box. And this is another very unique take on the Danganronpa ending. I can't, I can't spoil it. It won't go into anything, obviously. But it makes it in there because of that and because of the, the very dark and disturbing places that it went with the, the enemy characters. Uh, I'll, that's all I'll say. Another honorable mention, Batman the Telltale series. That I think the first season was free on PS Plus earlier this year, and I got so hooked into that that I got the second season immediately right after, played through it all the way through, all in like one big smash. I wasn't expecting to like that nearly as much as I did, but just the, just the fresh takes on established characters and the, like the unique ways you could react to things as Batman or Bruce Wayne. Like, you could play... Bruce Wayne is this totally like evil kind of douchebag character. I was expecting it to be, oh look, I'm a nice Batman, or I'm slightly less nice Batman. Like you're gonna go from like '60s Batman to '80s Batman, but it, you could go like fully brutal, total douchebag dick Batman. And I loved it. But uh, again, all the different the different takes on the characters, so many big twists that were such surprises that came right out of left field. Really loved that. Little Red Lie was an indie game I played right around the beginning of the year. Again, went to extremely dark places that I was not expecting. I mean, you look at it, and it's an RPG Maker game. So, I, I, you know, the graphics and the sound are, are this or that. But the story that it told was so intense and interesting. There were a couple of just, like, holy shit moments in that game. And then again, well, I won't spoil it. But there were parts where I didn't know what to do. And I thought it was really interesting how the game made me do things. That's all I'll say, as, uh, without getting into any spoilers. And then the last of the honorable mentions, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice, played that first thing this year. And I think, again, like another game I'm going to talk about later, it's like the perfect capstone to a series. Like, obviously, the, the original Phoenix Wright games followed Phoenix, the, the the next batch introduced Apollo Justice and Athena Sykes and all the other side characters, and this seems like like the last case spanned over spanned over two separate cases and became such a big enormous problem that you solved that I mean it was just it can't get any bigger than this. So I hope this is kind of like the perfect send off for it, and if they do you know, continue the series that have to be with new characters or like, hey, look, I'm the new junior attorney over here and I've got maybe Apollo mentoring me or Athena or something like that. But it just, it ended in such a, a big bombastic and like holy crap fashion that it just felt like, you know, I've been on this multi-year journey with all these characters and this is the perfect spot for it to just be like, okay, look, we did it. This is, this is it. Mm-hmm. But also in not like in a like not like in a bad way. Not like oh well, that's it for them. It was like you did it. You you saw this person's growth and kind of come down, and this other person rose up, and now he's taking this cool spot over here. You you brought all your friends along on this big fun journey, and they did it. So yeah, th- that, those are my five honorable mentions. And there we go. 
Right. Who wants My to gosh. start the countdown? Awesome. Well, <laughs> we're going to go about this when the big three and the big two and the big one. All right. We're going to do the roundhouse with the three, then the two, then, of course, the ones, because it'd be crazy mm. any other way. And I'm going to go ahead and start with mine, since I'm talking already. Okay. Number three, everybody. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Da, 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 da. Insert crazy music. Bada bing. Bada boom. It's going to be Monster Hunter World. This game, when it came out, I really, I hadn't played no Monster Hunters, period. All right. And the draw was big boss fights constantly. And I went, God, that sounds kind of neat. It really does. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a leap of faith here. I'm going to jump off a cliff and I'm going to get this game. I don't typically do that. I usually stick mm-hmm. to the things I know are going to be 100% solid. But I said, whatever, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> I ate this game. I devoured this game. This was the game where when it hit and I started playing, I went, Aww. and I every second of my free time was playing this game. I had to keep going. I had to keep crafting that next set. I'm like, oh my god, I've got to get on and kill the kill the Calicuis. Oh my god, I need to get the Calicuis set. And I'd just sit there and I'd farm those guys. I'd go around killing them. And you could do it solo. You could do it with friends. You could do it with strangers. However you wanted, you could achieve your goals. You just had to be good enough to do it. So if you wanted to go against a Nergigante solo, you can do it. I did it. You can kill that guy by yourself. It just takes lots of preparation, lots of time, because here's the big thing. These bosses, these all these monsters in general, can take 30, 40, 50 minutes to kill. And if you don't do it right, they can run away. And you just straight up fail and it never works out. And that's unfortunate. Or they can, of course, murder you over and over because you don't have the right sets on, you don't have the right gear, you don't have the right potions. This game is beautiful and requires you to think. It requires you to go, all right, here's what I'm facing. Here's their strengths. Here's their weaknesses. you got to learn their attacks and figure out what's going to work against them, what isn't going to work against them, because a lot of them have like armor and shields, things like that in different locations. And if you go in there with the wrong weapons or the wrong mindset, you're going to get smoked. And no one's going to care. No one's going to help you. That's going to be the end of it. And you're going to have to come back, buy new potions, which means if you don't have the money, you're going to have to go farm some weaker creatures, selling stuff, etc., etc., I got to play this, of course, with my buddy, so it was just one of those beautiful experiences where every night we were logging on, me and him were just going at it, farming up monsters, having a good time. When he wasn't on, I was doing solo stuff, vice versa, so like, he'd get some piece I don't have. He'd be like, oh, I went in this random group and got a Nergigante, and now I got two pieces and sent them. No! So, of course, we'd go in together and go after them. And it was kind of that chasing each other for the coolest gear, the best gear. Mm-hmm. The only reason why this one doesn't rank higher for me is because after I beat it and I got a really good set, we started to do, like, the uh, the upper echelon, which was, like, the the blue ranks and um, the Azurite or whatever. I can't remember exactly what the... Some kind of diamond... Like baddies, so they were like extra strong. Uh, we started to do those, but it did start feeling a little samey, but hard, you know, but harder, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm down for that. I can do that. But uh, my partner in crime, he was he was kind of starting to wane and, and wander. And at that point, I was like, you know, 
I don't feel like a super big desire to keep going at this moment. He's mm-hmm. dipping out. So I was like, you know what, let's go out on a high note. So I stopped right there. I just recently came back to it, killed some monsters, remembered why. It was such a wonderful game, and I had a blast with it. I look forward to They just announced that there's going to be a huge DLC next year in the fall for it. All new monsters, all new area. And then, of course, they've got a Geralt tie-in where you're going to be able to fight some monsters from The Witcher, get Geralt. So I'm totally in on that. I'm totally in on the DLC. I feel great that I actually did walk away when I did because I feel good about the game. I'm still super hyped about it. And now I get to look forward to all new stuff. But because of the fact that it still relies on you either A, having that grind in you, or B, having lots of friends who are playing, it isn't going to be in my top two. So, with that being said, what about you, Matt? Well, number three for me, it's a, it's a more recent game, and it really just over the past few playthroughs has really jumped into my top three games of the year, and that's Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, everybody knows all the all the big things about it. It's gorgeous. It sounds great. You get to do all kinds of stuff. You're out in this cowboy world. The map is open, open and there's side quests everywhere. There's all this other stuff to do. But I think what I love most about this game is it brings back the the customization that you used to be able to do in, well, I guess it was really only Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, where you could make your guy look however you wanted him to look. You could get any kind of guns you wanted. You know, you could upgrade his physique. You could put him in all the crazy clothes. And he'd still be the character in story scenes, but outside of those story scenes, he felt like your character. Like, my CJ didn't look like anybody else's CJ, I guarantee you that, because the outfit I put him in. And when I see anyone else play that game, I see their CJ, and I'm like, that's not him. That's not what he looks like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I get that now with Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, all the... All the stuff at the Game Awards, they're showing the, the trailers and the like the official look of Arthur. That's not what Arthur looks like. My Arthur is a fancy dude with a top hat, and he has recently grown out this huge long beard and this crazy long hair, and he uses these two revolvers that I got from the cool side quest where I went and, and met up with famous gunfighters. And sure, I can upgrade, you know, I can buy better guns, I've picked up better guns off the street, but those are the guns he uses. It's Flacco's revolver and Granger's revolver. He uses this Lancaster repeater that he got for free because he saved this guy coming out of a trap. He was stuck in a bear trap, and he was like, oh, dude, I, he, he sees you later in town. He's like, oh, you get one free gun from the gun store, blah, blah, blah. You know, put it on my tab. So I went and got that. He uses a repeater shotgun that now I have these fond memories of because one of the quests I went on, you know, you you're clearing out a, t- a town of Pinkertons. You're shooting the dudes. And I'll never forget now, this gun, I, I randomly shot it, and I blew a Pinkerton's leg off. And I didn't know you could do that. And he's rolling around. He's got this custom animation. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> so I love Red Dead Redemption for the individual memories that you can make with this game. And like the individuality you can put into your character. And plus, the fact that Arthur Morgan is an old, sad, tired, beat-up dude... That's me. I'm old and sad all the time. I'm frustrated with the people I have to work with. That's him in especially all these last cutscenes. Like everything that I think when I go through those story sequences, he eventually thinks by close to the end of the game where I'm at right now. It's just, I mean, and then you throw in the fact that it is so beautiful and you can do all these things. Like 
again, talking about things with that I keep individually, even though, excuse me, speaking again about things that are unique to my playthrough, my horse that I got at the beginning of the game, I named it after one of mom's dogs. I use that horse all the time. That horse mysteriously died during a quest during the last stream I did. <laughs> so I kept streaming and then I went, okay, see you guys later. And then I shut off the game, reloaded my old save, did all those quests so I could still have that damn horse. Because, again, it's just one of those things. That's my horse. This is what my guy looks like. These are the guns that he uses. You know, I could use other things. I could, you know, go and, like, wrangle a stallion that's got way better stats. But that's my horse. That's my Arthur. Those are his clothes. These are his guns. That's how... I I don't know what it is about it, but... That just it, it just speaks to me, and I, I love it. I love going into Red Dead and playing with my character, doing my things my way. And, you know, with stuff like Grand Theft Auto 4, you were Nico, and you didn't really customize him much. You could put his outfit on, but he'd still just be Nico. He'd still go do his Nico things. It didn't speak to me the way that this does. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is my number three this year. So what about you, Danny? What's your number three? Uh, my number three is going to be an old game. Um, and that is Fallout 4. <laughs> I've invested over 100 hours into this game. And I still love it. It's the first Fallout game that I've played myself. I've seen other ones been played. And, you know, I don't want to throw shade on 76, but... There's just a lot that you get out of the Fallout games that 76 will never give you. Yeah. I also enjoy building stuff. So the whole mechanic with um, building your own uh, towns and stuff was my favorite part. I'd spend hours just building a building and making the lights work in all the different levels and displaying all the collectibles like all my bobbleheads and all my magazines that I collected off the street and stuff mm -hmm. so yeah I spent a ton of time in that game and uh, I I collected all the bobby pins and all all the you know everything I was always over encumbered and <laughs> it was great you collected all the heads of your enemies you got those oh, in a yeah, whole little, little cabinet built yourself a curio <laughs> cabinet for those <laughs> See, There's and that's Billy. another thing. <laughs> another thing I really loved about Fallout Four is that you could actually interact with the items in the the space. You could actually pick mm -hmm. them up and throw them around and stuff. Yeah. I have a I have a YouTube video with me just uh, dancing around one of the bodies that I killed. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. You know, that's the, just a random stuff that I do when I play Fallout. I don't always mm -hmm. follow the story mission. I just go off and do my own thing and yeah. Yeah, so that that's pretty much taken up a, a good portion of uh, my gaming life and that's why it's my number three even though it's an old game. I, I tend to play old games for a very long time <laughs> before mm -hmm. I finally beat them. <laughs> Especially with games like this that are huge, so hmm. so yeah, that's that's my number three. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. So everybody, there's our number threes. And now you're saying, "Oh, come on, Eric, let's get on to the number twos. And I'm just about to number two. <laughs> are you ready for this? Oh God. <laughs> 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 
Eric's number two of the year is Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, this should be no surprise. I'm enjoying this game, and to top it off, this game is kind of the the in I find I've been looking for to get my daughters into video games. I've been trying to figure out how to get them into gaming. Apparently, children have trouble playing video games these days when they're real little. They they want to just play iPad games. They're like, doop, 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 touch, 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 touch. You give them an actual and, game. And people, wa- and people wonder why I hate children. Come on. They, this well, is why. you know, it's a different time, man. You know, we got to train them right. That's all. You do. You got to teach them. So <laughs> I tried that. You know, I was like, all right, let's give her, you know, this side-scrolling game. It's just such trouble, such trouble. And I said, you know what? I'll do it the same way I did it with my brother. I'll start playing RPGs and have him watch me. And just read to him, tell him things, show him things, and hopefully get his interest. And then bada bing, bada boom. Sure enough, it worked. So I'm doing it with my daughter. And sure enough, it's working again. She loves this game. Every time it's time to play, she's running downstairs. I got a chair sitting right here for her to hop into. I turn the screen a little bit, and off we go. And she's like, oh, Daddy, what's Eric got to do? It's a character's name, Eric. And then she's like, oh, he, he did this, he did nice. that. And he's like, oh, you <laughs> forgot. Did, didn't Rab do this last time we got to go save the day and go this? Yes, yes, yes. There's this one part where Rab changes a little bit. And she was just so upset about it. She was like, oh, I'm not down with this. I don't like this. You need to change Rab back. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying. So <laughs> she talks about it all the time. She loves to level. So I've got her to the point where uh-huh. she can grind monsters for me now. She'll go out in the field. She finds treasures for me. She does all sorts of farming. It's awesome. So I can go, here, daughter, play the game. Grind for daddy. And then daddy does chores. Daddy does things. Comes back down and goes, what have we done? Show me what we got. And she goes, I can't, look. I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I take the sticks back. And then I get, I'm getting, I'm slower easing her into it. So I'm getting to the point now where I'm, like, letting her do some, like, mild story stuff. Because I'm still scared that she's going to, like, just push the button and not get yeah and i'm like what the heck just happened oh wow but she's getting there and then eventually i told her i wanted to do boss fights for me so and so yeah well she's and this is exciting (laughs) to her because she's like i'm learning and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do boss Mm -hmm. fights i'm gonna be the best (laughs) on top of all the father-daughter whole thing going on the game is just great I've gushed about Dragon Quest in the past, so I won't go too deep into it, but it is a classic RPG. You cannot beat it when it comes to just simple, down-to-earth basics for RPGs. It does everything 100% spot-on perfect in that regard. If you're looking for some like cool, in-depth, super awesome story that just grips you to the death and does all sorts of new, strange, exotic things, this isn't it. This is a, I want to, just uh, milk and cookies... And I want to sit down with a little heater on my feet and have the goodest, the goodest time, the goodest time ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yay. Golly gee whiz. This is that game. (laughs) And that's why for me, it's number two. It can't be number one because there's just a clear winner. It's without doubt. But this is a solid second this year for me. So you know what? I don't care what y'all got to say. What about you, Matt? Dang. Well, my number two this year, it was almost my number one. Like, I had to sit down and think for, like, five minutes. And I was like, I, I, I love this game almost like nothing else this year. 
It gave me such good times. I loved literally every second that I've played it. But it is only a two-hour game, so I, I had to weigh two hours of the best time I've ever had versus some games that give at least like 60 hours. And I went, well, I'm going to put Donut County at number two here just be, just because of the time investment. But, I mean, I've said it before on Third Shift. I've said it before on What You Play in Third Shift. I loved everything about Donut County. It has everything about Katamari Damacy that I love. I mean, it's... I don't have to say it again. I say it's always reverse Katamari Damacy. It has everything about it that I love, and it's just it's just fun and chill and and grooving and cool and relaxing. And it's it's not hard, it's not tricky, but it's just it's just fun. And I don't know what it is about it. Getting stuff down that hole, making that hole bigger, sucking down bigger stuff. Like that first, those first levels when you you're starting off with like crumbs on the floor or like you know a sheet of paper or whatever, and your hole's getting bigger, and then by the end you suck up the biggest thing you see in that stage, or it like blows up, or you go through like three different levels in a stage, and then you go back outside, and then you start sucking up the buildings. There's just something about it. I loved it, a- absolutely loved it. The storyline is fun and goofy. The characters are all fun and quirky. And one of the things I loved about it, and I don't know if I ever said it on the stream, so I don't know if anyone ever noticed, all the characters talking kind of like Simlish. is like... Blah, 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 blah. But if you pay attention to what they're saying and what the actual sound is, it's like a text-to-speech program that's been sped way up. So once you notice that, you can hear the different voices that everyone has and the different, like... The way that the text-to-speech pronounces certain words, it makes it even more funny. Because what's what's usually blip is actually like a mispronounced word that you catch if you're paying enough attention. And I don't know why that like delighted me so much, just like all the rest of the game. But I was just like, once I realized it, I could never unhear it, and it made it that much more fun. Because you know, the text it's it's all words, it's all spelled right. You know, usually. It, unless it's the text message thing that's in the game, well, because there's like a there's some sec- there's some uh, sequences where characters are texting back and forth, and those have typos in them, just like you would expect. Mm, fair enough. But you read it normally, but then if you're if you're in tune to it, you can hear the computer voice mispronounce it, and it adds that much more fun to just a sentence. Like, hey, you should go check out the frogs. And if there's something in that that's mispronounced by the computer and you're listening hard enough for it, it just, I, it's, just, it's just so fun and delightful and colorful and grooving. <laughs> like, the music is so banging in that game. Like, the, once you clear a level and it shows everything falling down the trash hole, it just gets like, the, and it's, it shows your level up, your XP's going up. It's just this bumping tune, and I freaking love it. <laughs> And the way you can go into the Trashopedia, and it has descriptions for every item you suck down the hole, written by the the written by BK as he's sucking it up, like like what is it? He I think he hates birds, but also loves like stinky things. So it's like you know here's like the worst cheese in the world. He's like this is the greatest treasure I've ever seen, and then be like a bird. This total asshole comes and takes your stuff. That's the description of a bird. <laughs> It's just, it's so great, and it's so fun, and just silly and charming. It's easygoing, but then there's also, like, certain things you can do to kind of, like, to get the achievements. There's some little puzzle things you can do that throw a little bit more into it, and none of it's hard, 
because there's no real punishment for screwing up. Like if you're going for some of those, you just try it again and just bloop. It's one click. Oh, restart the level. Boom. There, there you're in it. Mm. I don't, I don't know what it is about it. I think you really have to just play it or maybe watch it, but you really got to be in that right kind of mindset for this game. But it, this, like I said, this was almost my number one. You can hear how much I love it right now as I'm talking about mm-hmm. it. Donut County it was f-ing amazing. I loved it. Loved every second of it. But it is my number two this year. Woo. So what about you, Danny? <laughs> well, I had a hard time deciding whether I was going to put this as number one or number two. I decided to put it at number two, and it is Danganronpa 2, which is my favorite out of all of the ones I've played so far. That's Um, what I was expecting. Yeah, really? (laughs) Uh (laughs) I don't know. I don't really know what it is about this one, because every time I started a new one, it was like, I hate all these characters. I want the old ones back. But then as you as you played, you're like, oh, I love this character. Love this one. This one's cool, too. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the Dang, the Rampa games in general just consume you. You bond with all the characters, and then they die, or they murder someone, or, you know, they just totally just throws you off. Mm. I don't know. Two, two was, I feel like it was the best out of all three of them. Okay. And I think it was because of the characters, because I, I bonded with the characters more in two than I did in three, mm-hmm. and you know, I I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I might have more I, to it, say it, about it, this at a later time. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to start off, you have Monomi, who is a bunny (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that was instant you know fall in love with that thing Mm -hmm. but then you have this chick who is tired all the time and loves playing video games and i was like okay yep that's me (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean just the the ding and rampa series all together it's just they're just fun and you can you feel like you can predict everything but you can't (laughs) What's they're, so funny? They're fun. It's great yeah, to see my yeah. friends get murdered in horrible ways. Well, oh my god, know, what happened to that guy? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great storytelling is what makes it fun for me. Like uh, you tell me a wonderful story, I don't care if there's like death and despair in it. If it's mm-hmm. a great story, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that is my number 2. And yeah. Well, fantastic. <laughs> now, everybody, oh my God, you've been at the edge of your Uh-oh. seats. You've Uh-oh. all been sitting there about to wet your pants. You're like, where's that number one, everybody? We got to know. What's Eric, Matt's, and Danny's number one? It is time for the number one game of the year for Third Shift Crew. Fireworks, pyro, and ballyhoo. Robot, 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 self destruct. Monkeys swinging through trees. 
So here it is, everybody. Mm-hmm. The moment you've been waiting for. You fast forwarded through all the other crap because you didn't care. You hate us. You just want to know what our number one is so you can just make fun of us. It's time. Mm-hmm. It is time. The best game this year for Eric is you already know it. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Perfect. <laughs> God of War. God of War, everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've hated the God of War series. Hated it. I did not enjoy it at all, ever, period, from the word go. An idiot male man got murder face No brain, no mm-hmm. sense. Dumb as everybody I work with and everybody I see all the time. Had no interest uh-huh. in it. No interest. There's no depth to it, nothing there. This one comes, I have no interest, once again. And... All of a sudden, tens, tens, ten, 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 ten. Every single human person in this freaking world, every outlet, every podcast, every website, gotta play this game. You gotta play this game. That's all it was. And I went, okay, I can't ignore this. I'm a gamer. Mm -hmm. There's literally every human in the world telling me I need to play this game. So, got the game. Popped it in, expecting to be stupid Kratos. No, it's totally different. 100% different. Kratos actually has a personality. Kratos isn't just murder, death, kill anymore. Kratos is, I just want to be left alone, Kratos, now. And I'm like, ah, I, I like that. I can jive with that. That's, you know, that's that's me. Just leave me alone. Just let me do my thing. I don't, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> I really just don't care anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's him. That is literally him. He just doesn't care. Wants to be left alone, and he's never left alone. Because when you're a god, you can't be left alone. That's just the nature of the beast. That's the way it goes. So him and his son, Atreus, lots of things happen. Adventure is had. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm not going to repeat the story. All I'm going to say is the music, perfect in that game. The combat fantastic every thud of the axe every time you called it back to you every time you sunk it into an enemy and watched them die perfect spot on spoiler alert later in the game when you get your your chains back man now all of a sudden now all of a sudden you're comboing you got your frost axe you got your fire chains you got to switch back and forth depending on the enemy type and then you can just do combos in between so Oh, it just starts to get super fun, super amazing. There's skill trees in there that allow you to buff the abilities that you like or dislike or don't like, don't buff, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about. I love skill trees. I'm a fan of those. Anytime a game has a really nice skill tree, I'm all about it. I'm 100% in. I was worried about the whole thing with Atreus and Kratos, you know. I've played Eco in the past, and I got super frustrated. You know, just the idiot AI not doing what I told it to do. It's getting me killed, screwing me up, slowing me down. Nope. He handles his own business. Doesn't die. He is literally a sidekick. He's doing his own thing, providing commentary. You control some functions of him. He can do assist moves with you and stuff. But that's it. Other than that, he just is there. You don't worry about him. It's okay. It's fine. And then what really cemented this, there was a moment, and once again, I'm going to spoil it. There's a moment in one of the first big... uh, worlds you transition to where you have to go inside this portal all right 
and you're gonna oh, leave. Yeah. You're gonna leave Atreus out, and I don't know what about what it was about it really, but it just really hit me because he goes in and he's chasing his his now dead wife, trying to get to her, trying to find her, see what happens, see what's going on, all this good stuff. He's in there doing that. You're doing this cutscene, and it's I don't know, ten, fifteen minutes tops, right? You come out. And it's dark in the area now. There's bodies piled up everywhere of all the enemies. There's just all these enemies, just piles of them, piles of them. And Atreus comes up and he's like, Dad, where are you been? You know, he's pissed. He's pissed. He's sad. He's crying. He's angry. And you're like, what the hell just happened? And of course, and it, uh, Kratos is perfect. Boy, what are you whining about, boy? It's been 15 minutes, you know? <laughs> and he, look around, Dad. Look around. Does this look like fifteen minutes to you? You know. And he goes on to explain that you've been in this thing for days and days and days and days, and your poor son's been sitting out here fighting off hordes of enemies by himself, never knowing his dad's coming back, trapped in some weird world, you know, dimension and whatnot. And it's just like, for some reason, that moment. And then you can see. It's perfect because they go to Kratos' face and, like, him looking at him. And he doesn't know how to say sorry. He just doesn't know how to, like, apologize and fix the scenario. But you can see in his face he, he, he feels bad, but he doesn't know what to do. He's just like, uh, I, it happened. It happened. What do you want? I mean, we, we, we got to keep pushing forward. What, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's go. You did good. Uh, you know, and he wants to get past it because he can't handle it. And I was like, damn, you can see all that from the animation and the way they interact in that scene. And that's when you know the game is just fantastic. Because when you can take game characters and get that real emotion out of it, you've done a good Mm -hmm. job. So that right there, that just hit it home. There's many other moments in the game where that similar scenario took place. Every single side mission that's not necessary is necessary. Because they tell stories through it that relate back to the overall mission, which just are fascinating, build the world into this intricate, amazing thing. And then, on top of all that, and the beautiful story, the overarching story is, of course, putting the mother's ashes where she requested you to put them. There's no urgency to do this. It just, that's your overarching mission. There's things happening, people are coming in and bugging you in between, but, hey... You can do that. You can do these side missions because there wasn't this... Most games are like, hey, oh my god, the world's ending. Fly to the thing. And, and then you're all of a sudden for 90 hours doing side missions. And it's like, this makes literally no sense. Okay. Yeah. But sure, we'll have fun because it's a video game. But in this one, they were freaking clever and went, no, we'll make something. There's a goal here. There's a reason you're doing all this in the first place. However, it's not important. And they explained to you, hey, while we're here... Dad, let's help this guy out. He's literally crying for us to help him. Okay, sure, whatever. You think it's going to help you learn something, boy? Yeah, yeah, okay. Do, 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 do. And then back to your mission. It makes sense. It feels right. The whole game was put together. Every part of it's just perfectly done and tells an amazing story. Every character is memorable, awesome in their own way. And the characters you don't like, you don't like in a good way. I understand where you're coming from. Oh, you, you actually make me angry, which is awesome. That's exactly what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. It's when I'm beating your face in. This feels great. I feel good about it. <laughs> I can't wait to see you crying and begging me for mercy. This is going to be the best. Oh, and you didn't get that in the old ones. In the old ones, you were the bad guy, killing 
murdering gods that had nothing to do with you and it's just this is so mm. it was brutal and unnecessary this everything had a purpose and a reason i would say do yourself a favor play this game if you haven't but i've said that before a couple people have they mm-hmm. still say they hate it that's because they're stupid mm. i mean you can't fix stupid famous comedian said that i don't know what to say best game uh-huh. hands down of the year Ah, oh, it deserves everything it got and more. What a wonderful game! What about you, Matt? Well, now I got a story for this one because I had my number one game of the year is two games, and there's a there, again there's a reason for it. So so bear with me here. Now I had my three, my two, and my one all planned out. I picked the three games. I had them in my head a couple days ago, and like I said, Donut County was worn with one of them really hard going back and forth and back and forth. And I finally made the decision, but then I went, well, i got to pick my honorable mention. So what I did at work today is I, I printed out you know, all the different games and put them on a, on a sheet. And, and I went through and I highlighted the ones with like a scale of you know, honorable mention, number three, number two, and number one for game of the year. And so my number one game of the year is still and was going to be Yakuza Kiwami 2. But as I picked up that pink highlighter for Game of the Year, I dragged it right across Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony twice. And I went, that wasn't right. But it is right. But it's not, it's not, I don't know what happened there. So my number one Game of the Year, in, for, for head reasons, in my head, like I analyzed and chose, it's Yakuza Kiwami 2. Because it's the best Yakuza game I've ever played. It has so much... I mean, this, the story is so much more involving than Kiwami 1 was. Like, I could see if, if you were playing through them originally, you played through the first Yakuza game, pretty, really good. But, you know, if I think back to the story of it, I go, I didn't really like it. It wasn't really gripping. This one was gripping because you had an actual antagonist who kind of shadowed you throughout the whole game. They, they did the right thing where, you know, here's you and here's your dramatic foil. This is what you could be if you made, you know, these certain decisions. And then on top of it, they took everything good from, from Yakuza 6, from Yakuza 0, all the side stuff, all the mini games that people loved, and they crammed them in to the Yakuza, into Yakuza Kiwami 2 and then built side quests around them and reasons for them to be there. It's not just like, oh, look, there's clan creator now for no reason. It's, well, Majima is building, he's taken over the construction thing that's trying to build this big project on the hills. They've got all these other co- companies trying to come in and steal it from him. And they come in with like goons, so you gotta build up your own goons to fight off those goons. It, it like none of it seems shoehorned in. It all feels like this was the game originally, and then they just, you know, remastered it. So even the uh, even the cabaret club stuff, which is my favorite stuff, it doesn't feel just shoehorned in there. There's there's reasons and there's things, you know. There's a little storyline to the whole thing. And bringing back characters from Yakuza 0, oh my god, I can't, I can't go on too much, but everything about it is fantastic. I mean, this is the best Yakuza game I've ever, I've ever played. Until they do Yakuza Kiwami 3, this probably will be the best one. I don't know. I loved everything about it. I, lo- I enjoyed my time with it so much. Ah, I don't know. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> so, so in my head, and again, because of that love I had for it and the almost 100 hours I put into it, 
in my head, that was game of the year. Boom, easy. But something apparently in my heart said Danganronpa V3, Killing Harmony, also needs to be game of the year. So it is, too. Because this cheating, this cheating son of a gun. I, hey, I, I can't, I can't help too, it because in my heart, I got another game too. <laughs> but I, I physically, I didn't mean to do it. I looked at it as I knew what my game of the year was, and my my body went Danganronpa V three, and I have question marks around it. Like, why did that happen? I don't know, but <laughs> the body wants what it wants. You know what can I say? So Danganronpa V3 was the perfect capstone to the mainline Danganronpa series. Everything that Danny said she loved about Danganronpa 2, I loved about Danganronpa 3. I started the game hating everything about it because it's, mm-hmm. it's got a totally new, like not art style, but to- totally new, newly drawn characters. The, well, the art style, okay, the art style is totally different. I mean just the way the characters are drawn and the way they look. The overlays are all different. All the mini-games are different. All these new characters with new attitudes and new personalities, and I hated everything about it. But somehow over those 50, 60, however many hours, I fell in love with every single aspect of it. I hated the Monocubs when they first showed up. Loved them by the end of the game. I hated Monokuma's new voice. I understand why he's got a new voice. And I loved it by the end of the game. And... There was just something about it. I think I mentioned before how it seems to go on like way longer than the original ones do. Like you're kind of stewing around with these characters and people are reiterating the same things back and forth. But by doing that, you're spending more time with those voice actors, with those characters. You're listening to them. You're getting to know those characters. You're getting to understand them. And I think that's what led to such a deeper love of these characters and this storyline especially because there was just so much there was i was around these people so much and and then like danny said to see all the drama that they go through and then the big twist and then looking back at what happened before all that and i can't mm-hmm. spoil it on the show but we we've, we've talked about it on what you playing before and the whole ending when it goes to kojima land i love every every bit of that i love it and <laughs> And just like I said with Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice, this is the perfect way to end this series. This one specifically. Because it makes you as a fan of it, it like brings you it like brings you the player into the world in a really interesting way. And I can't go into how it does that, but as someone who enjoys this type of fiction and media, it really involves you and your whole vision. Of, I, 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 it, I, it's just, it, it just blew my mind when it happened. And I went, holy shit, this, uh, I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> but I, I honestly hope because this ending was so phenomenal and involved all the things that it involved, I hope they don't, don't ever make another one. I hope they make yeah, stuff with... No, I agree. I hope they make stuff with like the trial sequences and the cool mini games and you know maybe like a death game overview type of story. But I hope they never make another Danganronpa game because this was the perfect way to finish it. And as someone who blitzed through all three of them back to back to back, that was just just this whole ride I went on this whole year, and then just to cap it off perfectly. 
And then, like I said, with the honorable mention of Ultra Despair Girls, totally different take on it, totally different take on the whole, the whole Danganronpa ending. Oh, my God. So good. I lo- uh, man. So, so, yes, you hear it now. It is Game of the Year because look, look, look at this. Look at what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Look how much yeah, love I have for this. I'm excited about that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so two, ga- two number ones, Kiwami 2, absolutely phenomenal, great. Danganronpa V3, Killing Harmony. Thank you. Thank you, Body, for writing, for highlighting this one incorrectly <laughs> so I could rekindle my love for everything about it. So what about you, Danny? Finish it, off, finish it off strong with a number one for us. Well, I was a, I was latecomer to this game. Um, you two had already played it through and were spouting about it, and I finally decided to purchase it. Persona 5? <laughs> I was going to yes. say you played Persona 5. <laughs> oh, yeah, you finished it off early this year. That's right. I did, yeah. God, that feels like forever ago. I know. So it was your guys' game of the year last year, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Both of you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so wasn't it also your game of the year last year? Weren't you on the show with us? No. I, think you, I don't uh, think so. No? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Anyway. No, it was just me and you, Matt, because we did like a Super Kame Pa, Dragon Ball Z type thing. <laughs> No, we we did that for the Game Awards, remember? We picked it to win oh, all its categories right. no, for that. Right. Yeah, you're right. No, I think I was there, but I had a different one cuz uh, I hadn't I hadn't touched it. Okay. It was it was one of those situations where it was like it felt like it was mainstream and I didn't want to touch it. I was afraid of it. I I have a problem with people who just like, you know, lift up this thing and mm. they put it on this pedestal. And I'm afraid if I play it and it doesn't hit that pedestal, it's going to disappoint me, like, really badly. But this game did not. (laughs) But you could trust me and Eric. Come on. (laughs) I'm learning. I'm learning that I can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've never played a Persona game before. And I don't, you guys, have you, either you played Persona before this either? I had not. I played some of Persona 4. Okay. So it was it was cool coming into that kind of um you know kind of it's kind of slice of life kind of like you know you're just going about your day and then you get get dropped into this whole uh, I have to save the whole universe kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I fell in love with pretty much all of the main characters. I can't say there's anything I really hated about it. Like, everything was just awesome, great story, the mechanics of the game were really cool, and there's nothing bad I can say about it, and I, I, mm-hmm. put, I put 130 hours into this game, and it's, that's the first time I've done that in a very long time. Like, there's only a few games that I've ever done that for, so mm-hmm. to... To take that much of my life, and I wanted to play it like all the time. That's mm. that, yeah. That's that's my game of the year, and and it it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Kawakami, Jiro, Kabo. I don't know how they're gonna top it. <laughs> the Persona Six is just gonna have to be like, you know. Well, they're doing they're doing Project Re Fantasy, so. Well, to be fair, P 
people said that same stuff about Persona Four. Yeah. I mean, it was it yeah. was top of the class, Duke of New York, a number one when it came out, and then this came and, out and blows that clean out of the water. And I can yeah. say this, I can say this with authority because I went backwards. I've played now Persona Four, and I love it. It's amazing, fantastic game. Mm. But Persona 5 beats it in every way, mm. aspect, shape, and form. It improved every system. It improved all the character interactions. So it's like, while this is a fantastic game, 5 did everything better. Mm. So Good. I trust that 6, Project ReFantasy, is going to take that next step up yeah. and throw mm. 5 into the old dark pool of you know forgotten forgotten realms and this is going to be the next cat's meow so i'm just saying mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a believer <laughs> i'm a believer well, yeah, i yeah. mean another thing i absolutely loved about it is just the soundtrack alone mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i could just throw that up and just listen to it for hours it's just so great i will tell you this too another side note uh the soundtrack super expensive thought about getting because i do also love persona 5 yeah. But mm-hmm. with the announcement that Joker's coming to Super Smash Bros., when characters come into Super Smash Bros., you don't just get a character drop. You get amiibos for the characters, sometimes side characters if they do any of the assist trophies, etc. You also get soundtracks, levels. So there's going to be levels for the Joker. There's going to be mm-hmm. the entire, not maybe not the entire soundtrack, but at least probably 15, 20 songs from Persona well, yeah, 5 in Smash Brothers. Awesome. Yes. So <laughs> I don't have to buy the soundtrack because come a few months from now a couple months when the first one drops which is joker i will now have all those songs to listen to whenever i choose to oh (laughs) i did buy the soundtrack because i treat myself and i don't i don't not spend money on stuff (laughs) but then it was 84 dollars dude i couldn't do it wait what really 84 dollars 84 dollars it was like 50 bucks for me on Amazon right now. Still, 50 is still a lot too whoa but well it's like four discs (laughs) okay 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 (laughs) <laughs> but but speaking of the soundtrack, I think that was another thing that really, I mean, I loved it as well, but I, I liked that it was so unexpected. When you play a JRPG, you think of like one big soaring like J-pop song and then like some instrumental stuff. So the whole like cool, stylish jazz and it, yes. it, it was so unexpected, but then so fitting with the entire theme of the rest of the game because everything mm-hmm. else was mm-hmm. slick and stylish and your costumes were all slick and cool and it was just like... You're having a cool, fun time doing this, and then it gets super serious later. But it's just, it just has that, just like ease you in. It's like, oh yeah, I'm grooving and yeah. I'm moving and I'm just, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be a fun game when instantly the opening just sucks you right in. Just the, the colors and I mean, it wasn't even like more than what red, black, and white, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was still amazing. So yeah, yeah, that's. I will say I will say that opening was really <laughs> jarring for me. Like I loved the look of it, but then mixed with the jazz, I didn't get it until I got into the game game of it and fell gotcha. in love with it. Uh-uh. No, I see I love anime openings, so that was just like it was like gourmet eatings for me. It was just beautiful before I even started playing the game. God, so good. So good. <laughs> just Game of the year for 2018, Persona 5. <laughs> did it again. Did it again. <laughs> Rose to the top. <laughs> uh, I did play it this year a little bit, remember, because I was playing all summer mm-hmm. with uh, my daughter mm-hmm. once again while we were yeah. camping. So 
So I could say that. I mean, I played through half of it again. You can. <laughs> let me boot up. Let me boot up Witcher like on January first, then I can make that. There you go. Witcher three be my game year, of the we'll year just keep again. Doing it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Goodness. So, anything else to add to that, Danny? Or are you all wrapped up? No, no. I think that's that's it. I mean, I just right. I just love it. Fantastic. That's <laughs> all that really needs to be said, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, folks. You've got Persona 5, you got God of War, and you've got Matt the Cheater with Danganronpa, 3rd Edition, and freaking <laughs> Yakuza. <laughs> I don't know how he managed it, but he did it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean for it to happen, but it, it physically happened, happened with my right. physical hand. It just went zoop, zoop. Wait, that's not the one I was going to pick. Aha. I get it. <laughs> it's just it's just infested my body. It's in my pores here. Mm-hmm. You heard it when I was talking about it. So I mean, it's not it's not like it's a fake one where I'm just like, oh, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, I'm gonna just two pack it. It was it was totally unexpected and it just boom, just the love just rocketed out. That's what she said. Shabam. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, everybody, we're gonna say. There's our number ones, there's our number twos, there's our number threes, and honorable mentions. What are yours? How about you guys go ahead and mailbag us, Twitter us, all that good stuff, and let us know what were your favorites, how we were wrong, how we were right, did you disagree? I already know a couple people who want to fight with me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to punch you in the face. Pow. So yes, send death threats to Eric via email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshiftme, but then also tag him at mahagaglung so I don't know so I know that you don't want to kill me. I mean, yeah. specifically say Eric, Eric sucks, and then tag us, and then find us on <laughs> Facebook under Third Shift. That's it. That's the, that's this part yeah. that I do. You can then, hey, you can also it. find us over on the Patreon. We treat it just like a wonderful little tip jar. Feel like we did a good job. You like us spending our time telling you what our favorite games are of the year? Hey, consider throwing us a buck, two bucks, five bucks, thousand bucks, one million dollars. We'll open up a Piggly Wiggly. We'll run a store and we'll have babies in jars. I'm telling it's you, it's gonna be a damn a Piggly deal. Wiggly. It's gonna be a food lion. <laughs> and our food lion I I could get will have a it. good logo. He will have badass sunglasses and like a mohawk. Ooh, I like Ooh, it. We're gonna change the lion logo <laughs> itself. All right, okay. We're gonna have like mm-hmm. a strange apocalyptic version of food lion okay Ooh, well like it'd it. be it'd be like the papa I john's that's in town that. that's not really papa john's will be like the mm-hmm. food lion yeah are you the food, food lion? lion no yeah with the, lion with a y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we are yeah. food lion l-y-i-n apostrophe there you go <laughs> fine lion i'm dying <laughs> mm-hmm. see how i changed that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. So yes, if you donate a million bucks, we will open up a food line, and we will run it, and you will get to see our. We'll have cameras up. We'll, you can watch in. It's like Big Brother. You'll be able to watch our everyday mm-hmm. lives as we run the store. Come on in, buy some products. This is really cool. I think you would actually like this. So I would recommend that you take a million dollars and you donate it to us to make this happen. <laughs> Just saying. If you can't, we also understand the holidays are here. Things are happening. You got to pay bills. Got to give your kids some gifts. I'd say don't give them gifts. They're probably na- nasty, naughty little children. Don't deserve them anyway. <laughs> Everyone's are, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we get it. You can also give us five-star ratings, mailbag questions, likes, dislikes, comments, critiques, any of those things. It makes us realize that you care. And then it brings some warmth to the heart. You know, 
just like the Grinch does at the end of the movie when he gets his little nine nine times bigger <laughs> heart. Spoilers. Hey, well, Jeez. you know what? If you haven't seen the Grinch by now, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Which version? Like <laughs> exactly. There's four. Or five There's only know. one version right? of the Grinch. Get That's out of here. That's true. There's only the real one. <laughs> Jim Carrey's version, yes. There no, get no, <laughs> no, 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 no. God, bless. oh gosh. So there you go. That's it. We did the show. We did the thing, you guys. So we did this show, and we'll be back in your ear holes for our very next episode on the twenty eighth of December, and that will be a special. What did you? How how did your gaming resolutions go? Episode. So did I ever beat Metal Gear Solid Five? Did Eric ever do whatever it was he said he was going to do? I also forgot Danny's. So, I mean, I know I got at least a couple. I got a couple. <laughs> I, I guess you kind of did that. You played like yeah, I did. Eight, eight instead of two. Oh, uh, uh, like 15 or more. 15? You did have a little indie game spurt there where you did like I quite did. a few in a row. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out that episode on the 28th. Shut up, Eric. I'm doing the closing. I don't care if it's <laughs> delayed because of my, my feed, whatever. So check out that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. And since we're not going to be here until after Christmas, if Third Shift is the only podcast of ours you listen to, which you should be listening to both, Mm. so get on it. Get on it if you're not. But if you are, I will say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Nothing, Enjoy Sitting, Staring at Walls. I don't care. Whatever you do and enjoy (laughs) for this holiday season, I want to say you enjoy it to the best of your capability. All right? That means yes. drinking beer and, and not being happy. As long as it's the best you can do, you do that. You do it. Wow. That's I'm just awesome. saying, happy holidays. All the good things from me. I don't know if the others agree with that, but from me at least. There's there so many go. things that I want to say, but I can't say it because we're on a stream. But I will, say, I, I will reiterate what Eric said. Happy Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, happy that to you. And if you don't celebrate anything, then... Enjoy being miserable while we all have a great time. Ha 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 I'm opening gifts and eating good food Dang. with friends and family. It's like the opposite Suckers. of Scrooge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, and Danny doesn't care. So with no, that, everybody, oh, there's So apparently, Danny doesn't want to wish you a happy holiday, so she will be that person sitting, staring I'm at a wall, Scrooge. just going... Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> the audio cut out. I can't figure out anything. I don't. Doesn't don't matter, man. The only happening. thing we need to know is, hey, everybody, till next time. Don't don't, don't forget, forget to save. Ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho! I like staring at a wall. Shut up and sit down.